All right. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while ending the future of the American dream. Are you tired of this? At what point are you done giving to these companies that do not care about you? At some point, we have to fight back. And that's why I love my people over at Public Square. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to simply buy children's clothing, find new athletic clothing that knows what a woman actually is, shop for clean skin care, or find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as a consumer or business owner, and you can get started today at publicsq.com. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? And welcome to the Dear America podcast. All right, this is going to be purely political. <laughs> We're going purely political. We're going to talk about the not once, the not twice, the not three times. And by the time it's all over, it'll probably be a million times uh, indictment against Donald Trump. This one possibly uh, even the most outrageous out of all of them at this point. Um we're just going to jump into it. Well, we're going to, uh, this is Jack Smith and his demonic, uh, present. That is him. Uh, this is his, uh, like I said, we're going to jump right into it here. Here we go. This is, uh, Jack Smith on Donald Trump being indicted with conspiring to defraud the United States, conspiring to disenfranchise voters and conspiring and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding. The indictment was issued by a grand jury of citizens here in the District of Columbia, and it sets forth the crimes charged in detail. I encourage everyone to read it in full. The attack on our nation's capital on January 6, 2021, was an unprecedented assault on the seat of American democracy. As described in the indictment, it was fueled by lies. Lies by the defendant targeted at obstructing a bedrock function of the U.S. government, the nation's process of collecting, counting, and certifying the results of the presidential election. 
The men and women of law enforcement who defended the U.S. Capitol on January 6th are heroes. They are patriots and they are the very best of us. They did not just defend a building or the people sheltering in it. They put their lives on the line to defend who we are as a country and as a people. They defended the very institutions and principles that define the United States. Since the attack on our capital, the Department of Justice has remained committed to ensuring accountability for those criminally responsible for what happened that day. This case is brought consistent with that commitment, and our investigation of other individuals continues. In this case, my office will seek a speedy trial so that our evidence can be tested in court and judged by a jury of citizens. In the meantime, I must emphasize that the indictment is only an allegation and that the defendant must be presumed innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law. I would like to thank the members of the Federal Bureau of Investigation who are working on this investigation with my office, as well as the many career prosecutors and law enforcement agents from around the country. Yeah, okay, we really believe that the uh, FBI is doing a bang-up job. All right, we are days away from the Durban Accords, the greatest threat to the U.S. dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years. On August 22nd, BRIC's nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, are expected to announce the launch of a new international supercurrency fully backed by gold or other commodities. This is part of their long-term plan to supplant the U.S. and the dollar as cornerstones of the global financial system. How can you protect your IRA, your 401k, or your savings from the fallout from this landmark announcement? You can diversify with gold from Birch Gold Group. Historically, gold has been a safe haven in times of high uncertainty, which, if you're not paying any attention, is right now. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. Get a free information kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by the physical precious metals is right for you. It's super simple. Free knowledge is vital knowledge. All you got to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 right now. There is a monumental shift happening among the nations that control one-third of the world's GDP, and it kicks off on August 22nd. Ladies and gentlemen, this is only going to get worse. Please, please think about your families. Arm yourself with the information to protect your retirement savings. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to the number 989898 and claim your free info kit from Birch Gold. Again, that's Graham to 989898 right now. Uh, somewhere uh, in the realm of 70 some odd agents, 68 lawyers have been working on this for three years, mind you. Uh, and we finally uh, have it here. First of all, every single bit of that was bull crap. The only person that died on January 6th was Ashley Babbitt. Um, but, you know, they don't want to talk about that. Uh, the police let people in. That's why the shaman was released. Every single bit of this is bull. Was it unfortunate? Yes. Uh, was it a insurrection? No. Uh, we've talked about this many, many, many times. Um, anyway let's keep going all right this is trump's uh video response to the indictment let's listen to what trump has to say 
country is in a very dark place right now. But even after everything the deep state has done to me, I will never give up on America. Mark my words, in 2024, we will win back the White House. We will make America great again. I have no doubt about it. They come at me from left. They come at me from right. The rhinos, the communists, the Marxists, the fascists. We will not only survive, we will be stronger than ever before. We're fighting a fight like nobody ever thought possible, and we're winning. We won in 2016. We had a rigged election in 2020, but got more votes than any sitting president. We're going to win like never before, and we're going to make America great again. I can truly say, I believe, better than ever before. Thank you for all of your support and for all of your prayers. All right. So first of all, I just want to say a couple of things. One, I don't think I need to. Uh, Trump's legal team has responded saying that uh, Trump's lawyer has uh, commented that Trump will subpoena everyone to prove his innocence. This includes subpoenaing or subpoenaing Mark Zuckerberg, who provided the suck bucks, uh, the millions and millions of dollars to Democrats. And uh, it has also come out that, um, you know, the uh, the Facebook files prove that through uh, the Biden administration, uh, Facebook has re did reduce uh, Tucker Carlson videos by 50 percent and other conservative uh, videos that they did not like. Anyway, they'll get Mark Zuckerberg up there. They're probably going to get Jack Dorsey up there. Uh, 51 former intelligence officers who claimed the laptop was Russian disinformation. Uh, remember all that? Remember everything that was said that's now been proven was a lie and that Donald Trump was telling truth the entire time? Yeah, all those things. All those things are going to be brought over. I want to run over a disturbing timeline with you really quickly, if I may. So. I think everyone knows that this is garbage. Uh, everyone with a brain at that point, like it, it, it's at the point now to where even people that are not pro Trump, right? Like even Ben Shapiro and, and I love Ben Shapiro. Um, hang on. Let me see if I can find that really quick. Uh, ben Shapiro last night was talking about um, this whole thing and talking about even at its most basic thing. It's like a very, very, very big legal stretch. Let me see if I can find it. Here we go. All right. This has been Shapiro. It's lengthy, but here we go. On four counts, um, they, these, these are real stretches. I mean, just the, the, on the legal basis, these are, these are very, very large legal stretches. They're charging him on a conspiracy to defraud the government. Typically, that means financially defrauding the government. Like, they actually tried to steal money from the federal government. They're claiming that that extends to trying to affect election processes which is a real stretch and, and going to be very difficult to fulfill by the elements of the law. They're charging him with obstruction of justice, uh, suggesting that he tried to interfere with an official government proceeding. Again, that's going to be a bit of a stretch because it's going to be hard to show that he actively attempted to overthrow the election rather than exercising his free speech rights in pursuit of a specious legal theory. Right? That's going to be the defense. The defense is going to be, I honestly thought that this legal theory might be good and I'm allowed to pursue that because this is still America and you don't get to prosecute me for that. Uh, he's being charged also with civil rights violations. The, 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 the idea here is that he is attempting to essentially have votes thrown out. So usually this charge is brought when you literally stuff a ballot box or you take a box of ballots and you throw them in the river or dead people vote in 1960 and make John F. Kennedy president. You put them in a locker in Michigan, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, you do those sorts of things, that's where this is charged. 
usually doesn't apply there. And then there's a fourth charge that is, again, related to the idea that he put together false slates of electors and then attempted to submit that. The, the, the difficulty in proving any of these cases is multifold. The first one is that as an element of the case in virtually all of these things is intent. You have to prove somehow that Donald Trump knew for a fact that he had lost the election and thus all subsequent efforts were not dedicated toward attempting to preserve his purported election victory, but actively were an attempt to subvert a thing that he knew was not true. Well, as I've said, the problem with Trump is that trying to establish intent crimes with Trump is incredibly difficult because Donald Trump actually believes the thing that he is saying at any given moment. So it is quite plausible that that night he thought he had lost and by the next morning he thought that he had won. That sort of thing is not unusual with Trump ever. I mean, this, this, we, we all know this. We've seen him switch in real time his positions and believe it both times. So intent crimes are very, very difficult to charge with, with Donald Trump. Again, the, the charges in law are, are a large scale stretch. January 6th gets mentioned multiple times here. But again, the defense there is going to be, I didn't tell people to invade the Capitol building. I told them to peacefully protest at the Capitol building. You may be angry at me that I didn't tell them to get out, but I didn't make them go in in the first place. So that doesn't actually count as a conspiracy. You've shown no actual proof that I told the Oath Keepers to go in and attempt to overthrow the election. Anyway, you get the point. And Ben Shapiro is no real fan of Donald Trump. Uh, he's all on the DeSantis train. But even everybody, you know, suggests that all of this is crazy stuff that's going on. But but in my little research here, and this was this was brought to light by Fox News, actually. Thank you, Jesse Waters, one of the only ones that are any good left standing there. What's going on, everybody? I want you to stop drinking communist coffee. I want you to switch to America's coffee blackriflecoffee.com. It's very simple. You can spend the rest of your life drinking frou-frou drinks for anti-American communist pieces of garbage, or you can drink America's coffee and support my friends of over 10 years at blackriflecoffee.com. Go get America's coffee, fuel up on freedom, blackriflecoffee.com right now. On March, the, 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 the timeline between... Uh, things that were going badly for the Biden family versus the indictments against Donald Trump, the little kawinky dinks there are just absolutely staggering. Okay. And so what am I talking about? All right, well, let's, let's do this. So back in March, March 17th, to be exact, Hunter Biden ends up admitting that, yeah, that laptop is his, right? <laughs> like, like, like the laptop that was Russian disinformation and blah, 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 blah. I didn't know. But, you know, three years later, on March 17th, Hunter Biden finally admits that the laptop is his. Coincidentally, the very next day, March 18th, Trump is indicted by uh, Alvin Bragg, uh, the DA in New York, Right. Uh, the first time it happened, everybody was like super up in arms about it and everybody paid attention. And, you know, now it's just kind of like, oh, he's indicted again. Um, June 8th was a very interesting day. For those of you who may not remember, June 8th was when the FBI docs. So so the FBI that, 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 that Smith is claiming is working with him to get Donald Trump and all that stuff. On June 8th, the FBI uh, released a bunch of documents that showed multiple bank accounts and showed a direct path of $5 million to the Biden family through multiple businesses, through multiple different uh, countries, et cetera. It, it showed a legitimate thing. Now I'm not saying that Joe Biden specifically, but it is, it is beyond argument that the Biden family received upwards of $5 million from all of these foreign countries 
Coincidentally, again, the very next day, the Mar-a-Lago indictment happened. And then the most recent one, July 31st, Devin Archer, the former business partner of Hunter Biden. Now, if you also recall, uh, the day before he's supposed to testify, the Biden's weaponized Department of Justice tries to arrest him. And then thank God for Twitter and social media, because there was such an uproar uh, of, of what the crap is going on that finally, you know, the Biden administration blinked and they're like, okay, fine, he can testify. During that testify or that testimony, during that testify, during that testimony, uh, Devin Archer <coughs> goes on to say um, uh, that not only did Joe Biden meet on multiple occasions, uh, Hunter's business partners, which then the legal team tried to defend. Well, you know, I mean, Biden's just being nice. You know, he was just. He was just meeting his son's friends and da 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 right? But then after that, uh, Devin Archer goes on to say that, yeah, Joe Biden was involved in upwards of 20-plus calls with Hunter Biden during these business deals. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I kind of used to think that we were giving 10% to the big guy just because he was the vice president. But now it looks like Joe Biden potentially was like the closer. For all these deals, he worked for that money by God. Don't, don't discredit what he did. Um, anyway, so that happened July 31st and then boom, what happens then the very next day, yesterday, actually August 1st, Trump is indicted for January 6th. At what point are we going to stop playing this game? At what point are we going to stop pretending that what we all know deep down in our spirit, deep down in our hearts, deep down in our soul is happening is actually happening. At what point are we going to admit that our government is a weaponized government against political opposition? And honestly, it is very close to, if not already, openly against and uh, actively trying to thwart uh independent free speech, independent thought, independent journalism, independent uh, voices against the narrative that is the government's narrative. And they're going to do and say and go after anyone that they have to to prove this point and to end this and to, and to, and to get the highest threat to them out of the way. The craziest part about all this is Biden's not even going to be the nominee in 24, which is the craziest thing. I've already told you guys what I think is going to happen there. But more importantly, I think it's very interesting, the response from all of the Republican candidates. Uh, and by response from all of the Republican candidates, I mean only one of them um, has spoken out against this. Ron DeSantis is quiet. Oh, Mike Pence, by the way, signed his own death warrant uh, on uh, uh, a political death warrant, I guess I should clarify. Let's see here. Where is it at? Where are you at, Mike Pence, for being stupid? Here we go. Mike Pence tweeted, uh, Today's indictment serves as an important reminder. Anyone who puts himself over the Constitution should never be president of the United States. Who does he think his audience is? Who does he think he's talking to? Shut up, dude. Like, like get out of the race. You have zero shot. 
You are not going to win. But there was one candidate who I don't, and admittedly, I still am, 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 am learning the Vivek Ramaswamy thing. Like I, I admittedly, I was like, who the crap is this guy? And I just wrote him off and I was like, I don't know who this dude is and I don't care. And, and I've seen some contradicting things, <clears throat> you know, he was very pro COVID shots and everything back in the day, which I don't know. There's a part of me that's like, if you weren't in political office during that time frame and you had this view of COVID now three years removed, there's kind of a part of me that's like, you know, okay, sometimes it takes some people time to get, you know, woken up. Right. And so I have a little bit of grace there, but anyway, no other Republican candidate has said anything except Vivek. Now this is long. It's four minutes, but I believe that it's worth listening to because Vivek says in the same statement that he is running for president and it would be easy for him to want Donald Trump out of the race. But at the same time that this is bigger than politics. So here we go. This is Vivek. It's another sad moment in our country's history. The 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump, has yet again been indicted by the Biden DOJ, a political party in power that is now repeatedly using police force to indict and arrest and potentially eliminate its political opponents from competition. This is a politicized prosecution. It is a political persecution through prosecution now in a third indictment just in a matter of months against the person who is still at present the lead contender in the Republican primary for U.S. president. I want to be very clear. I am running for U.S. president in that same Republican primary. It would be easier for me if Donald Trump were eliminated from competition. That's not how I want to win. This is not about politics to me. This is about first principles. We do not want to become a country where the party in power is able to use banana republic like tactics to eliminate its political opponents. Yet I'm sad to say that's exactly where we are. The allegations in this indictment fall flat. It is wrong and incorrect and inaccurate to place blame for what happened on January 6th at the feet of Donald Trump. I said this at the time. I've said it ever since then. I continue to say it today. I would not have made the same judgments that Donald Trump did in how he handled that day. But that's different from saying that he committed a crime. He did not. He specifically told the protesters that day to behave peacefully. The First Amendment in this country gives political protesters the ability to express themselves and their opinions freely. Donald Trump was not responsible for what happened on January 6th. You want to know what was responsible? I said this in the days after January 6th, 2021, just as I say it today. Systematic, pervasive censorship in this country. That was after a year where we had told people across this nation that you had to stay locked down in your house, in your basement, and shut up, sit down, do as you're told. If you question that, you're racist, you're anti-science, your social media accounts were silenced. You had to stay home and lock down unless you were part of BLM or Antifa, in which case it was perfectly fine to roam the streets of this country and burn many of them down. That was the double standard that then applied and said that if you 
said the virus originated in a lab in Wuhan. You were again a racist and had your Internet accounts shut down. You were then told you had an election where you could express yourself to put the right person in charge of fixing these problems. And instead, your accounts were suppressed if you sent a mere message saying that the Hunter Biden laptop story from The New York Post was real. You had your accounts locked. Even The New York Post had its own account locked. And if you repeatedly then tell people they cannot speak, that is when they scream. If you repeatedly tell people they cannot scream, that is when they tear things down. And I think we are making a grave mistake in this country by trying to pin the blame for that at the feet of one man. If we refuse to learn our mistakes from, from our mistakes in the past, we are doomed to suffer an even worse fate in the future. I worry that will create a country where January 6, 2021, was a friendly parlay compared to what's actually to come. I'm running for president to make sure we don't march towards some kind of national divorce. But the first and most important step that we as candidates can take in this race is to speak and speak forcefully on the side of principle to say that even if we're competing against Donald Trump, as I am, I do not want to see him eliminated from competition using these politicized tactics. It is wrong for our country. It is wrong for our future. I call on my fellow candidates to condemn it. And I call on President Biden to do the right thing and drop these politicized charges. That's going to be a first step towards uniting our country. No other candidate has done it. Zero chance Biden drops the political charges because this is what they want. This is what they want. Is your cell phone in desperate need of replacement? You know the signs. Short battery life, so you have to have a charger on hand. Cracked screen that gives you glass splinters. Ah, <laughs> Alyssa. It's time to put that old phone to rest and upgrade to a new 5G Samsung Galaxy from Pure Talk for free. Get a free 5G Samsung Galaxy with two-day battery life, edge-to-edge -edge display, and ultra-strong Gorilla Glass. When you sign up for Pure Talks Unlimited Talk Text and 15 gig data plan for just 35 bucks a month, plus it comes with a mobile hotspot. Listen, if you're still with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you are simply paying too much. Get all the data you could ever need for half the price of the big carriers on America's most dependable 5G network. All you got to do is go to puretalk.com and use the code GRAHAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, for your free Super durable 5G Samsung Galaxy when you switch to Pure Talk. Again, visit puretalk.com and use the promo code GRAHAM and make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. I think that, I don't know. I would love to hear your thoughts. I can tell you where I'm at. If Donald Trump gets arrested, if Donald Trump, because I think they're going to do this in 90 days. I think, or something like this, like 90 days, like all these things are going to happen before the primaries. I mean, like, like it's, it's crazy. Like, I guess my question to you is this and, and email me Graham at dearamericanmedia.com. If Donald Trump goes to prison for something that we know he did not do. Okay. And, and I do not care very much like Vivek says in there, would he have handled it differently? Yes. But that's different than saying he committed crimes that deserve him going to prison for, for inciting insurrections against the country on January 6th. If Donald Trump goes to jail over that, first of all, 
kind of like what Roseanne and Tim cast had a conversation on. I don't know if we have a 2024 election <laughs> at that point. I, I really don't. I, I, I don't know what happens if that happens. But I do know this. I don't care if Donald Trump is in an orange jumpsuit. I'm voting for Trump. The end. I'm voting for Donald Trump. Because at the end of the day, for me, as much as I know about the government, as much as I know about what goes on behind closed doors, as much as I know how evil these people are, not just politically, but spiritually evil these people are, the fact that the Matrix is having such a visceral response to the idea of Trump being president again, a Donald Trump that has nothing to lose because he can't run for reelection again. The fact that they are having such a response to do everything within their power to keep that from happening. I'm voting for the guy that makes the corrupt government nervous. So nervous that they're willing to bend and break the constitution. So nervous that they're willing to weaponize the police powers of the government against a United States citizen, because that's what Donald Trump is. I'm voting for the guy that makes the corrupt people come out into the light and do their corrupt things in front of everyone. That's who I'm voting for. Email me, Graham at DearAmericanMedia.com. Let me know your thoughts. Um, It's going to be a wild wild ride, ladies and gentlemen. So buckle up, and we're going to bring you the news as it comes. Uh, thanks so much for listening to this episode and we'll see you all again next time.